following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome back to Radio Law Talk Hour 3 with Todd Cunin, myself, Fred Penny, and uh, Cal Hunter. The three little pigs are doing a pretty good job without the boss here. That is Denise Dirk. So, uh, actually, maybe we're the three musketeers. No, maybe the three stooges. That's no. probably the most... Uh, slowly I turn. <laughs> I think the three little pigs helps. What about the... What, no, no. what's that movie with Chevy Chase and... Uh, Martin three Amigos. The three, three Amigos. amigos. <laughs> Because we are the Three Amigos. 855-LAW-RADIO. You can call in or you can tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Uh, this hour, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to talk about case or no case. Got a uh, someone tweeted, or I can't remember, uh, said, uh, when's case or no case coming in? It's coming up here in just a few minutes after I... Um, do a lot of talking about nothing. You do the um, monologue, the opening well, it's, monologue. It's, yeah, it's yeah. anecdotal. It's, it, this is all anecdotal stuff we always talk about. But third hour, we're going to talk about uh, the most that important. That is one. anecdotal. It is. It is. Uh, the South African pastor facing lawsuits over alleged resurrection. And Todd and I have some great biblical spins on this that you want to hear. You've got to hear our <laughs> biblical spins. Yes, and it's going to be talking about lawsuits in the Bible that should have happened <laughs> or may be happening uh, when the time comes. But uh, it's interesting. But uh, raising the dead, whether or not you can sue over raising the dead. And, and what lawsuits would have been brought in the Old and New Testament? Well, clearly, Adam and Eve should have sued because did I ask to be created? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That's true. Those of you who haven't, haven't heard us, there was an actual lawsuit by a, a child in, from India that sued his parents for creating the him. lawsuit of Adam and Eve's children for uh, <laughs> well, well, if you hadn't had the hunger cravings there for apple, you know, look where we would have lived <laughs> for the Adam, rest of our days. Adam could have sued Eve for tempting him. Yeah, Ooh, good point. Well, yes, yes, right, right. I don't know. Well, anyway, we're going to talk about that. Listen, if you are trying to use everything we say on this show as legal evidence in a case, please don't. Because guess what? We are talking about general topics of law. We are also uh, telling you, please go seek local counsel. Do not quote Todd, Cal, I, or Denise on any of these cases. Please. You can't mention our name, how great we are on the show to the court. Your Honor, I just like, you know, have you heard Radio Law Talk, Your Honor? Uh, what does this have to do with the murder case? Oh, I just thought I would wonder. So you can go ahead and say that. Can't you just see Adam sitting there eating a pie? Honey, this pie is great. What's in it? Well, <laughs> since you asked. <laughs> you can tell Todd has been thinking about that for just a little while. But anyway, we're going we're gonna to have a case or no case. This pie we're looks great. And, you know, you look unusually hot right now. She's like, yes, it worked. Thank you, snake. <laughs> I digress. Yes, that's an understatement. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, we did the we did the, uh, uh, the 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 disclaimers. Go to www.radiolawtalk.com. Read our disclaimers; they're very interesting. They'll put you to sleep. But just remember, please, 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 do not use us as your legal reference. Hey, by the way, this is still the best radio show on earth, other than the Alien Show. We love our Alien shows, and one day we're going to talk about Alien shows. But I'm not going to do it right now. Let's do a case or no case, and then after that, we're going to talk about the wonderful South African pastor that's facing lawsuits. Go ahead, Cal. Roll it. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! We didn't score last time. We got to get it. Neither of you got any points Story last my time. Life. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, but but Denise did try to wager, put one point at risk. But of course, she's not here. So if you're not here, I'm sorry. No points what, what for you. Your, no points for you. No points for you. You had a you had a phrase you were working on. If you're not here, you don't get points or something. You oh, were writing I wrote down. it down. What was that? If you, I don't know. I'll, I'll find it. I wrote it down. I'll no tell points me. for you. Yeah. Yes. What is it? I gotta say. All right. Oh. Oh, you can't play when you're away. Well, that's it. Even better. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm taking you to the great city of Manchester, England. Manchester, England. In the year 2011, Adam Scott was Scott, a... Scott, stop. 
True case, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime Cal brings one up from England, yes, it was a case. And yes, it's true. Sorry, okay, Cal. Fair enough. Go. In 2011, Adam Scott was at work one day when there was a flurry of activity at the front door. It was the police, and they wanted him. He was arrested on suspicion of rape in a city 200 miles away, a city that Mr. Scott insisted he had never visited in his life. Nice try, Mr. Scott, the police said. We have your DNA. No, you don't, he said. I have never been there. And the police responded, well, your DNA has. (laughs) So how do you explain that? So the battle begins. Now, we all know that DNA solves every police problem ever seen on procedural television since the advent of CSI. So who was lying, Mr. Scott or the police? Case or no case? Frederick Penny, go. I like this because I know what the answer is. Okay. Now, do you know what the answer is because you're familiar with the case? No, okay, I, it's, it's logical to me. Okay, the answer is yes to both. No, this in, this is a case. That individual was not there and has never been there. That doesn't mean his DNA can't get there through licking a stamp or licking a mailbox or, or some of his garbage ending up there or some of his clothes that he had touched got sent. There's DNA can go everywhere in the country or the United States without the person actually going there. So you're suggesting that the site where the crime occurred was contaminated somehow by With his DNA by Mr. Adam Scott's but dy- he was not there dinucleogenic acid whatever you call it yes. anyway yes. okay the I answer had- is it's a case and he was not there and he did not commit the rape and his DNA yes was there due to some other unforeseen factor and he has found not guilty hmm all right Mr. Kunin case no case story what happened tell me how brilliant that was just say this and just say that and get it over with quite frankly i think fred's um example was um very well taken yeah do we get extra points if we speak with a british accent (laughs) no Uh, (laughs) forget that um (laughs) dang it couple a couple of questions uh where was the dna found what did they find it on the crime scene uh, but, but what? Was it found on a bed sheet? Was it found on a glass? Do, do we know? It was standard crime scene collection procedures. Okay. I believe that it was actual bodily fluids. Okay, okay. and what does... Uh, was Mr. Scott arrested at his home or place of business? He was arrested at work. And what, what business does he have? Do he have? was a machine shop operator. A, a machine, machine shop operator. operator. Machine operator, you know. Okay, uh, I am going to say... That I agree with Fred, yes. because I, I think this is a case, and uh, and I think that Adam Scott uh, is ultimately exonerated because he is successful in proving that there are ways that his DNA could have made it to that location without him physically being present there. But DNA, we all know from watching television, is absolute. If it's there... You're done for. Well, if it's there, because it means your DA. It means your D. Actually, it's kind of interesting the way that experts will talk about DNA. They get very upset if I say, as a prosecutor, or you know, so the DNA was a match. This is him, and they will all come back and say, "No, you can't say that." And you can. What you can say is the statistical likelihood that a random sampling of people would produce this biological construct is one in seven trillion or whatever it is. But they will never say this means this is him. But I am saying that despite the fact, Cal, that you are right, that it is a good identifier, there is another way the DNA could have gotten there. I agree with Fred Case, but he's exonerated. So I want to know your theory on how the DNA. I got there very quickly. We only have 30 seconds. Uh, well, you say he's a machine shop operator, yeah, yeah. so there could have been some work on something, uh, a car or something that they had some sort of work done on, the part or whatever yep. was mailed. to. That's why I asked you where the DNA was found, because it was found on an item that was found in her house, and that item had somehow been in his place of business. That would explain how his DNA got there. Mm. All right. This will be, so be, be fun. We'll be right back. <laughs> Advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
cost of getting rid of garbage is high and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to L-E-T-T-Y and Company. LettyandCompany.com Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, Managing Attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or give them a call one 800 616 do the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now. It's been said, any society is only three missed meals away from chaos. Those times may be near. Think about it. Our country faces multiple terrorist threats and aggressions from Russia and North Korea. Social unrest and violent marches yet again may lead to looting of stores and city shutdowns. And our crumbling infrastructure leaves our power grid vulnerable to long-term outages from a single cyber attack. When the chaos from any one of these threats arises, the government knows it can't provide during a widespread national emergency. That's why you need your own plan for self-reliance. That's where My Patriot Supply comes in. Get a four-week survival food supply for only $99. That includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Order online at preparewithgcn.com. $99 for four weeks of survival food that tastes like homemade cooking and lasts up to 25 years from My Patriot Supply. Get your kits today at preparewithgcn.com. Free shipping is included. Preparewithgcn.com. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional off-the-grid mobile survival bug outhouse that's well-equipped and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement? You bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family's survival to survivalistcamps.com. DAV.org. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. All right, case or no case, we have the individual living in Manchester, England, and I'm not a person that that talks English, by the way. I don't know how to do I that. think you speak English every week. No, I do. Just not with a British accent. No, I don't know how to do the accents. I'm not an accent. Right, guy. right. <laughs> but guess what? This guy, apparently his DNA shows up far away in a faraway land. Right, Cal? And they, he says he's never been there, but somehow his DNA was at a crime scene. Shows up a couple hundred miles away in yeah. a city where he swears that he, to, to which he has never been. Right. Okay. And then, never and then, been to that city even, let alone blah, blah, blah. And guess the answer is that yeah. Todd and I said 
that uh, it is a case and that, yes, the DNA was there, but he truly did not show up there and he did not commit the murder. Somehow his DNA got there another way and he's not guilty. Well, you didn't say another way. You both said that the crime scene itself had been contaminated. Yeah, by, somehow yeah, his yeah, yeah, DNA yeah. was there. So now I have to decide how many points to award. Those of you who say it was an actual case, uh, way to go. So that's, that's two. We said it was a... Uh, those of you who say the crime scene was contaminated, may I see by a show of hands? Well, 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 well both had, of you it, said that. It had the DNA there. Both of you said that. I, I, okay, what? sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Allow me to explain, but first, uh, hold on just a second. Well, okay, so what I'm thinking here is that I don't know that it was necessarily contaminated. I, I think that the scene could have not been contaminated. It's just that there's another reason that his DNA... Well, was yeah, there. his DNA could have been there. Yes, yeah. I, we think his DNA was there. Well, anyway, go on, go on, go on. Here's the sad news. Yes. Mr. Scott was telling the truth. He had never been there. Police were telling the truth, as far as they knew. It seems that Mr. Scott's DNA had been entered into the system fairly recently after an arrest for a very minor item because apparently in the place where he lives in England, after every arrest, all arrestees have their DNA taken and placed into the system. It goes to a central laboratory in a city 200 miles away from Manchester. So the lab technician, the sloppy lab technician, put the rapist DNA on a Dash dish to test it, a dish that had not been properly cleaned of the accused. But we were right, Todd, because we said his DNA was there. And therefore, the police had his DNA all right, but it was from the lab. Okay, and right. not from the crime scene. I get it. The, his DNA was never at the crime scene. His DNA was mixed with the sample at the lab. That's the point. Okay, there you go. So I'm all going to. Right. Give, I will give each of you one point, if that's all right. Okay. All right. And congratulations. Uh, Yes, so I got a total of three points. Uh, three points today, and Todd got today. three points and today. Todd got three. Good yes. job, Todd. Hey, that's case or no case. If you guys want to tell us a, a quick example of something that you want to give to us in the case or no case, or you have a case or no case, you can email us at info info at radiolawtalk.com. That's right. It's info at radiolawtalk.com. And, and just just to let you know, if you email, at least for me, if you, in, if you email info at radiolawtalk.com, I don't have access to that email, so it's not like I could read it. Cal has access. And I have I access have. to the and email, yeah. and so they send it. You know, I get it. I look it over, and uh, in fact, I just forwarded you an email from somebody else who wants to be on the show. You probably saw that. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, and everybody so, wants to be on our show. They Can do you believe that. People send us emails all the time. Can we be on? We have this cause, yeah. or I have this blog, or I have yeah. this. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Why? How is that important to raising the dead from? A place in Africa. Now, what was it? Where was it? Was it in South Africa? South Africa. South Africa. Tell what what happened there. So, what, a, so a a pastor in South Africa who wanted obviously to demonstrate his faith healing skills, actually to provide a faith promoting event for his parishioners, staged an event that included her allegedly and, staged. Well. He, he created an event. Whether or not it was authentic or not is different. But as part of this, he had hearses bring a body to a location where he, according to people that were watching, went in and raised an individual from the dead, resurrected them right there. Turn but that up more, Cal. Fundraising or fundraising? Turn up the dial. What's this one about? Can I get a hallelujah? Yeah, yeah. Can I get a name? Well, this person is now facing a lawsuit by funeral home directors mm-hmm. and folks that were involved in that. It, it's interesting that I don't know that they have standing based upon the causes of action that they put in. Their argument is that this will unduly lead to people donating to him and to do whatever. I don't know that a funeral home director has a cause of action to 
challenge the manner in which somebody gets funds. I think maybe a governmental agency would for fraud, but the funeral directors may have a cause of action by saying, you unlawfully duped us into being part of this well, you know, dog and pony show. They that, used that, yeah. that funeral home's hearse. Right. Yes. And use a coffin from the funeral home, which put them in a light that was controversial, is what they're claiming. Yes. And ruined their reputation because, actually, you know, hey, let's back up. If my if one of my loved ones died and I know I want to take it to that funeral home and they might be raised, maybe I should take them that funeral home. They're probably going to get more more people coming there. Well, one of the greatest fears, particularly in superstitious societies, is being buried alive. Yes. Where the medical technology is not yes. really there. You know that's where the term bell ringer came from and yes. all of that. Yeah. So you all know the stories. But you can see where the funeral home would go. Look, when we when we do our duty, these people are. Dead. Now, there may be a resurrection someday, but it's not going to be today. Well, let me right. tell you this. I will prom- Okay, I don't promise things, but I will almost guarantee you that by the time they put you in the coffin and you've been embalmed, you are now dead. Do you think? Yeah, no <laughs> blood running through there. Now, here are some things that were said in this lawsuit that I think that the funeral... If I'm a funeral home director, I go back and maybe wish I hadn't said what I said. Because it says here that the directors were concerned, along with other parties, that the stage resurrection was to manipulate South Africans. But then they said, there's no such thing as miracles. I don't know as a funeral home director, if that's my personal belief, I don't know that I want to go out publicly and say yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, you want to call in about this 855 Law Radio. We're going to talk more about it and talk about maybe some Bible lawsuits that would have occurred if there was miracles. We'll be right back. This is Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. Thanks for listening. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at North northwestcompacting.com many women have so many clothes in the closet but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear Ah! we've all been there we all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless but at letty and company you can find trendy comfortable clothing that is affordable things you want to wear every day shop with a purpose online with free shipping just go to L-E-T-T-Y and company.com. Letty and company.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call one 800 616 USA Radio News with Rick Vincent. Taking the stage at CPAC today, President Donald Trump told the group of conservatives he's working to get better trade deals. But we're renegotiating right now horrible trade deals that we're cracking down, and we are really doing the number, cracking down on countries that cheat 
and standing up for the American worker for the first time in many, many decades. Trump telling the conservatives we have people in Congress that hate our country. At the same time, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders kicked off his Democratic presidential rally in Brooklyn. We are going to transform this country and finally create an economy and a government which works for all of us, not just the 1%. You're listening to USA Radio News. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS and you cannot afford to make payments to the IRS, you may qualify for the CNC tax program. This is a new program, and if you qualify, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Once you're accepted into this program, the IRS is forced to stop all harassing collection activities. No threatening phone calls, no wage garnishments, no bank levies, and no more monthly payments to the IRS. Get ready to write this number down. It's the most important number you'll ever need to end your IRS tax nightmare. Call Paramount Tax Relief at 800-547-4804 for a free confidential consultation to find out if you qualify for the CNC tax program. Once you are accepted into the CNC tax program, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Call Paramount Tax Relief now at 800-547-4804. That's 800-547-4804. Again, 800-547-4804. Pain in my neck, back, and shoulders has really gotten worse. Relief for body pain is here with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Well, the last thing I want is to take another pill, so what's so good about Sunny Bay Heating Pads? Sunny Bay Heating Pads, made by Biomed DB Design right here in the USA, come in all sizes. Our extra-large microwavable heating pad for back pain is designed to be large enough to cover your entire back. It's also perfect to wrap around your legs, knees, or shoulder and neck. But I need to know their good quality. Of course, Sunny Bay heating pads and pillows are often an Amazon choice and it's easy and most affordable when you purchase your Sunny Bay heating pads right from our website sunshinepillows.com or call us 253-678-1361. Hey, a Sunny Bay heating pad would make a great gift, right? Yes, and they start at just $19.99 and free shipping is available. So call 253-678-1361 or shop for your Sunny Bay heating pad at sunshinepillows.com. to the website radiolawtalk.com you can listen to the show there and there's a lot of other good information too that's radiolawtalk.com so disclaimer we're not here to, to disparage the bible or any religious group but we definitely have to talk about the miracles in the old days and what would have happened with lawsuits and what type of lawsuits would have occurred or what the headlines may have been if these miracles or things occurred during biblical times uh, back in, let's say, uh, B.C., you know, 21 B.C. or whatever. Just, just as an example, as an example, if... if Today's media had covered David versus Goliath. You know, I, I think it's highly likely that uh, maybe they would have pitched Goliath as the victim in the case. <laughs> Un, you know, mm-hmm, I vi- think so. vi- victim of freedom fighting Philistine army slain by, uh, you know, who was clearly expecting hand-to-hand combat, slain by youth who brought a, reich to, uh, a rock to a fist fight. An unprovoked attack. <laughs> unprovoked attack. <laughs> well, the best part about it, I think everyone on both sides would have received a trophy. That's right, that's right a participation <laughs> trophy. They would have all gotten that. Um, oh, I think they're all getting participation trophies. That's exactly right. That's a good one, Todd. I think what happens when Moses... Parts the Red Sea. Well, I, so when Moses parts the Red Sea, I think the biggest legal issue he's going to face comes from the Environmental Protection Agency, and and all of these environmental groups are going to come back and say, "Excuse me, um, <clears throat> did you get a permit to do that before you parted the Red Sea? Do you know how many species of seafloor dwelling creatures you just displaced there with that little that that stunt that was clearly despite." They would allege, despite your 
you know, your stated purpose of getting the Israelites to cross the Red Sea to the other side, we know that it was really uh, an attempt by big oil to, <laughs> to dredge the bottom without the water to find out if it would make any sense to put an oil derrick there to drill. <laughs> what about Samson and Delilah? Oh, yes, yes. How Samson destroys a whole building, pulls down the pillars. Everybody in the building is killed. Delilah cuts his hair, takes away his strength. TMZ I mean, would have loved it. Uh, this would be Denise Dirk's case, would it not? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my absolutely. Word. The restraining orders that would be, you know, <laughs> can you see the, you know, the declaration on the restraining order? Well, can you have any interests, instances of violence on the behalf of Samson? Well, there was one time that he yeah. took this jawbone of a donkey. Yeah. All right. <laughs> see? Went yeah. to town, and, and quite frankly, he's, he's a jawbone enthusiast, so we have them all over the house. I would like those confiscated. Okay, And, and I can uh, see where she would, I mean, if you, if you flip that over, and, you know, because Sansom obviously had some violent tendencies, he would file a restraining order saying, listen, no more questions about where I get my strength from. Yes, right? yes. Your Honor, it's nag, nag, nag. It's, <laughs> it's the same thing every day. Then she cut my hair without consent, which is assault, mind you. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And, and, you know. Well, what about that dude, Moses? Just walking into Egypt and causing hail to come down and fire and causing damage to property. There's a lot of lawsuits right there, I think. Insurance claims, at Insurance least. Insurance claims of all the damage throughout Egypt. <laughs> what what, what Listen, do you claim of uh, frogs boils boils. <laughs> Next claim. Listen, M- Mrs. Johnson, this is the third claim you brought us. First you're telling me you got flies, yeah, then you got yeah. frogs, then you got boils. I mean, come on, enough already. What right? about the River Nile? Okay, let's talk about the River Nile. This I think this is an important one. Look, it's a beautiful river. It everybody drinks out of it, and they they do their wash out of it, and sure enough, it turns red. You know, Your Honor, I get turning the river green for St. Patrick's Day. That's just food coloring. But this was actual blood in the river, and, and do you know how hard it is to get those stains out of <laughs> the king's robes? Out of the king's robes <laughs> the and a tunic <laughs> cloth. Uh, you know, I, I mean, we got we got some real issues here, Your Honor. What about this? What about this? Okay. Let's shift, shift to the New Testament here. All right, let's go New okay. Testament. Uh, I, I see this one. Uh, John the Revelator has concealed weapons permit after Book of Revelation made public. <laughs> I mean, look, the stuff he's talking about is crazy. We can't let this guy carry around a gun. Okay. Oh, they take his gun. They, right. Yeah, they, they take it in a heartbeat. I, I think better than that one. Listen. The the lamb's blood across the entrance to oh, the, the home. Yeah, the door. Oh my gosh, the, the homeowners yeah. association oh. would sue in a heartbeat on that deal. We just talked about homeowners association. Cal, don't you think the lawsuits would be flying? Oh, the about- HOAs would be out there with the little their little clipboards going. What, what's oh. that stuff on the door there? What are you, you people? doing yeah. in our homeowners association <laughs> here? We know you can throw you know some some waste out in the front, but you can't put lamb's blood no, out front. This is not allowed. Uh, let's see what's another Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve prosecuted for indecent exposure in the Garden of Eden. The defense, hey, we were born this way. Yeah, what do you okay. want from me? Yeah, right. I didn't even know what clothes were. <laughs> That's a good lawsuit. You know, I, you think about you think about the environmental claims during these six days of creation. You know, when the uh, when God caused the dry land to appear, all the environment. Well, that's going to lead to global warming. <laughs> no, exactly no, no, wait. Right. Well, well, global cooling. Once once we get the sun created, it take a yes. little while, but we have to get the sun taken you know, care of. Yeah. Uh, oh, the creation of we. So we talked about. About the pit bull that was mauling oh, the butch. so yeah. so when God creates the animals and stuff, well, you didn't have to create carnivores for crying out loud, <laughs> you know. You could have you could have done us a solid here, but no, no, you had to go ahead and create the grizzly bear. No, you know what? If I had a complaint, why did you create the fly? Yeah, yes, and the, cock- the, and the cockroach, one. yeah, and the rat, and the New York cockroach, yeah, and the rat. But what about this? What about this? Balaam in the Old Testament. Oh, Cain and Abel. Oh, no, wait a minute, Cal. Balaam in the Old Testament beats his donkey. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. He's arrested. I think he's arrested for animal abuse. Of course abuse. he is. And, course and, and he is. Yeah, he's so. doing, he's doing 15, 25 to, you know, 15 to 25. At least. Yeah. Of course, in the trial, his defense was, well, you know, 
the donkey was talking back to me. <laughs> oh, it was a talking donkey. Really, okay. sir? Yes, yes. Well, yes, and he was being an... Well, never mind. Anyway, the point... And his name yeah, was well. Air. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get him to go. He said he couldn't because of the angel that was in front of me, and I will testify here, there was no angel there. Okay. And, but the donkey talked to All me. All right, I saw him a little later. Okay. But some guy in South Africa said that it was there, too, so I've got a, yeah. an alibi. I know. Well, water to wine. Water to wine. What happens there? Well, you know, the issue that you've got there is the water was the only beverage for minors to drink at the wedding reception. Now we've <laughs> we've changed it to wine. There's that no there's true. no liquor license. Okay, so the alcohol beverage control folks are going to come in and and have an issue with that. Um, well, there was already wine there. It just wasn't as good. This is the real problem that the best stuff was saved for last. There was a social protocol violation. Well, and children well, may have been obviously drinking. yes, and and the and the kids could have been drinking. But you know that. The biggest thing is when they put it into those things. What's the private label? I mean, clearly it has to. I mean, what what are you saying? If you're being truthful, okay. Well, what what vintage is this? Well, it was actually created two hours ago. Oh, I only drink the stuff that was you know been aged for a period of time. What about the bathing in the River Jordan to overcome an ailment? What if it didn't work? I think that's medical malpractice. malpractice. That's medical malpractice. I mean, think about it right now. If if heaven forbid you go to a hotel and somebody had a uh, how should we put this a uh, diuretic accident in the pool the protocols you got to drain the whole pool right drain the whole pool scrub the walls refill it well uh, that's what we do for poop in the pool but you know leprosy you put a leper in a river <laughs> we're okay well what if, yeah the, so the king is practicing medicine without a license so the prophet yeah. is and that yeah, that's true that's yeah. true you got to think of that too you know you, you heard about the uh, information sign on leper island right mm. it said you are here and here, and here, and here, and here. We don't do those jokes on on the air live. Oh, we don't do them anymore. <laughs> I, you know what about what about raising Lazarus? Well, you know that is similar to what we've got going on right now with the uh, with the resurrection case of the South African. I would I think I trust uh, uh, Jesus more than I trust the South African. Probably, guy. probably. I mean, the fact that the the fact that Lazarus had been dead significantly. Signi- do you know what the significance? And began is? to smell. Do you know what yeah. the significance is in the biblical story of Lazarus having been dead four days? Is do you know what that significance is? Uh, he was really, really, really dead. It was re- well, in yeah. Jewish tradition, and in the tradition at the time, the uh, spirit and everything stays around for three days following the death. So after four days, according to the tradition, he was gone. I mean, the, the law of Moses and everything said, okay, he is certifiably dead if it's a four-day death. Right. And then right. he was raised. Well, we came up with some good uh, anecdotal issues about biblical uh, times and raising of the dead and, com- and performing miracles. If you want to call us about one, call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. But the next segment, we've got to talk about something a little bit serious that I have some issues with, which is Michael Cohen testifying and divulging, attorney, in my opinion, some attorney-client privilege or at least... Borderline attorney-client oh, oh, privilege. He was stuff. called on the carpet for yeah. it by at least one. Yeah, but and I think there's some issues there we're going to discuss. Don't even get me started on the poor little kid that had his loaves and fishes stolen by 12 hoodlums. <laughs> he gave right. him up voluntarily. <laughs> we'll be back with Radio Law Talk, and we're going to talk about some serious stuff. That was fun. Thanks for having fun with us. You're listening to Radio Law Talk, and we're glad you are on your favorite radio station and on RadioLawTalk.com, where you can find almost every previous episode, so plenty to listen to there. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. This is George Dory from Coast to Coast AM and History Channel's Ancient Aliens. We support the amazing energy, nutrition, and skincare products from Jeunesse. Jeunesse products are designed by leading doctors in their field with natural ingredients and even stem cell technology. These products help your body perform and look better. Shop Jeunesse at GCNLife.com or call 1-844-443-6637. GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. 
I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-213-9264 Call right now before it's too late. 800-213-9264 The United States of Empire is a book that claims the United States is the empire of the world. George Washington had warned us against foreign wars. The United States of Empire shows that World Wars I and II left England broken. Its former colony, the U.S., had to save the empire. Was there ever a vote? Who do we fight for? The deep state began with World War I. The United States of Empire by James Dunn. Available at Amazon Books. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Now, there is Reveal. Beverly Hills celebrity dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman took nearly a decade to develop Reveal from natural botanicals to return to a full body head of hair. Reveal for men and women with a 30-day money-back guarantee at GCNLife.com or toll-free 844-443-6637. 844-443-6637. Reveal at GCNLife.com. Hello. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Teach and the Ad Council. Hear past episodes of Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com. Just click on the podcast tab. Happy listening. Talk on it. We have to get serious, don't we, Todd? Oh, yes, apparently. Oh, my gosh. There is, you know, I do have soapboxes every once in a while. I try not to get on them because we always stay politically neutral. I think this is not a political issue. I know it, it came in as a political issue uh, because of the Trump thing. But I think that the attorney-client privilege, uh, no matter whether you're Trump, you're Obama, you're Clinton, you're Bush, uh, these uh, individuals who have met with lawyers, uh, and if they've discussed that with their lawyers, should in no way uh, that lawyer be able to divulge that <clears throat> unless even, and I know there's an exception uh, for criminal acts, and uh, we're going to get into that in a second, but uh, it, it should always, always lean on the side of error for the individual who holds the privilege, which people think it's the lawyer that holds the privilege. It is the actual client that holds the privilege. So the client has to basically consent to allow uh, all this information to be divulged. And some argue, though, yeah, Trump did allow some of it to be divulged. But what Cohen is saying and the stuff he's saying uh, the other day while testifying before the uh, what committee was it? It was the uh, it was the con- it was a congressional committee. Right, but I can't remember which yeah. committee it was. But uh, the fact that he's calling him a racist, a what are all the words? Racist, con man, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. 
he uh, alleged that Let's see. con men, racist. Oh, there's so many adjectives, and those of you a even, liar. Yeah, even on the left, those of you be very careful. And again, this is not again. This is neutral. Be very careful if you're saying great because attorney-client privilege, he should not have been discussing that or saying that about his client, um, maybe in a private setting, because there are exceptions also. If there's lawsuits, if, for example, there's a, um, a legal malpractice lawsuit against your lawyer, a lot of that does come to the point where some of the attorney-client privilege can be divulged. But a lot of times what they do is they set it up so it's you know, the, the judge can set it up so people don't hear it outside the, the case. The question that is not being asked right now, that is typically asked anytime somebody goes down a, a controversial road, regardless of what it is, is, okay, this is what we want to achieve. But the question that's not asked is, but at what cost? Okay, if we do this, what is the cost going to be to us? For I'll, I'll give you an example. Not too uh, long ago, back when Harry Reid was the Senate, uh, was the House Senate Majority Leader and stuff, he instituted what they called the nuclear option for one area, which is typically it required a uh, sixty a vote of sixty um, votes by a Senate by the Senate to avoid a filibuster. Right. And so he employed the nuclear option, which basically said that for this area, it would then be just a simple majority vote to get something passed. And and nobody asked the question apparently at that time, but at what cost? Because the cost is going to be when the Republicans get in power, they're going to institute the same thing, which is how we end up getting Supreme Court justices nominated on a fifty one forty nine vote, right? Right. That's correct. And so so that question didn't appear to get contemplated fully. Had they done it, they might have said, well, we don't need it that bad because we don't want to give up this down the road. In the case of the attorney-client privilege, I know that there are people that really wanted to hear what Cohen had to say, allegedly, about Trump. Um, there are people that wanted it for the optics. The question is, at what cost? What is the cost of trampling on the attorney-client privilege in this context to the viability of the privilege and the ability for a client to rely on that down the road? And anybody hiring any attorney that has any sort of public scrutiny going down the road is now going to be asking themselves, can my attorney really turn on me? Can they turn around and, and, and divulge all of my secrets? I mean, this has been the promise that every attorney I made. Mean, I do this with my clients. Look, I, I'm a criminal defense attorney. And when I sit there and talk with my clients, I say, look, I need to hear everything and know this. I cannot be forced to testify against you, and I will never testify against you because that is your protection and you are the sole uh, holder of it. You're the only one right. who can break the seal. Right. That's right. And here's the thing that's the issue. The issue here is the other side of the Trump issue and the Cohen issue is trying to say, well, uh, Cohen, that is, the, the people who are anti-Trump are saying, but that but there's an exception there, which is the crime of fraud exception. And that is there. That is. Or, the pri or a crime. You know, if it's a crime that's occurring. But there's an argument of whether or not this is a crime. And, and, and the issue is, is it a crime that Mr. Bush, at the time, it was Mr. Bush, it wasn't President Bush, paid, or his lawyer paid Stormy Daniels. So, uh, Mr. Trump. 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 Yeah, Trump. Yeah. Did I say Bush? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Trump. I'm getting old. It's getting late in the hour. <laughs> so Trump paid his attorney back money that was paid to Stormy Daniels in, quote, a settlement. Um, now here's the issue. Are settlements illegal? They're not, but that's but it's, it's semantics. They're arguing whether it's a settlement or a payoff. Now here's the interesting thing, Cal. Hear me out. So the rule generally is within if there's any payment outside. Don't forget this was Trump's own money. It wasn't outside money. If it is paid, it's got to be disclosed within 60 days. It has to be disclosed, and this occurred October 2016. Therefore, in December is when it needed to be disclosed after the election. In terms of a campaign fund That's exactly violation, exactly right. Okay. And so, don't forget, and it was disclosed later on. So here's, but here's the issue. There is there's so much so many gray areas, Cal and Todd. What irritates me is 
you got to be very careful in the gray areas. Attorney-client privilege should still prevail. Absolutely. That's what, whether it's Obama, Clinton, they're trying to prosecute Clinton for stuff. Richard and dog Nixon, on it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, and, and even Clinton, doggone it. If Hillary Clinton's going to be prosecuted for something, which they're trying to do, you better not talk. If she's talked to attorneys, that should not come out. Go ahead. How on earth, though, Fred, honestly... Can an attorney record all of his clients and then say to this committee, uh, sure, I'll give you the tapes? How can you so willingly step up and say, well, sure, I'll violate every every client that I've recorded. I'll be glad to give you all of those tapes. Come on. You better not be recording your client and saving it without their permission and their permission to release it. Big question. That, that, you know, he's he's lost his bar already. Didn't he, he get did. disbarred he, he already? He was actually disbarred the day before he testified before Congress. Yeah, so what happens is this guy's going, oh, I don't care. But you know what? You talk about putting him in jail. That could be an issue of, of breaking the attorney-client privilege. And, yeah, oh, go sue him civilly. He doesn't have anything. Yeah. So the, the issue that I have with this about whether or not the, the circumstances surrounding the payment to Stormy Daniels was fraudulent, I think we need to address the issue. They needed to address the issue about whether or not it was malpractice before they get to the point about whether it's fraudulent. So to, to your credit, to your point, Cal, yeah, you can have settlements, and if, if, if somebody hires me and they're not a public figure, not running for office, that is something that commonly happens. Payments are made, and they go back and forth. The attorney, Cohen, should have advised his client, by the way, now that you are a candidate for office and the election going on, you need to there, vote there is a new wrinkle to our normal course of business. And it was incumbent upon Cohen to research it and advise his client, and he didn't. And it's malpractice. And the attorney's malpractice does not make the client's actions fraud. There you go. So, I don't know. You know, it's... it's. I, I still go back to this, at what cost? And I don't think that people down the road are going to like the cost that they pay because of this when it comes to the inability to have absolute 100% faith in your clients or in your attorney's uh, silence. It is sacrosanct. It is. It, it is something that should not be violated. And I, look, I, I, no matter who I back politically, it doesn't matter. It is simply something that you do not do. It's attorney-client privilege. I always call it that is the sacred cow yeah. of being a lawyer. And actually, there are some. My understanding, I was talking to someone the other day about it, and I, and I, I don't know the law on this, but they this was a person who, who knew about it This and, and is a, an attorney, said, well, Really, actually, your code of ethics is even if a judge tells you to, you still cannot with the clients. You know, all right, put me in jail. It's you just know? like a reporter. Look, yeah. do you want to vote your sources? In California, you don't have to. Oh, I think the it's even higher. You, I'm just saying it's yeah. the same principle yeah. where a judge says you have to, and you say, yeah. no, I don't. Well, let's get our uh, takes, know, our right. final takes. Uh, let's, let's, yeah, let's hear your final takes. Uh, Go ahead. Let's all start right, final takes. So, when it comes to shows that could be in syndication, if you're a producer and you roll the bones, so to speak, it could cost you $179 because that's what happened here. <laughs> all right, Noah fills his arc with emotional uh, support animals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. the headline. That's it. That's the headlines. We'll be back next week, 9 to 5 Pacific Standard Time. This is Radio Law Talk, your fun, fun radio show, sometimes talking about law. See you next week right here on Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station on radiolawtalk.com. Tell a friend and tell your radio station, carry that show. See y'all. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.